Do I need to close that window? Or we Chimmy, Chimmy, chimichangas. No, we're good. We're good. I probably ain't going to get it, but do it. No, you ain't going to get it, but do it anything at all. You know? Well, hello, my friends. It's good to see you again. What's up? Welcome back to the show. We're gonna we're gonna start off right off the bat by telling you what this show is gonna be all about. Are we? Yeah. But we don't know what it's about. Not yet, because this is our first annual edition of the unedited episode. Oh wow! So you guys are gonna hear everything from the in between. So hopefully Burke is on his game and he doesn't say some stupid shit that I have to regret later not editing like, out. You're gonna take out the dead airs, right? I don't know yet. Take I mean, that out. I mean, sometimes you just gotta leave in all that dead music in the background. How you feel it? So I'm feeling I'm I'm bordering on that edge. I can feel it setting in. So, oh, oh, let's talk about some things real quick. Let's talk about it. I want you guys. I want you guys to give yourself a round of applause because we've been through almost one fucking year of this show. I cannot believe when we started out that we would even last mm-hmm. through a couple episodes because I mean this is some I mean this is the show some work. It was just an experiment. It was really? just an experiment, but you guys have maintained course and and you keep growing. So so our one year is coming up and it's the 21st of this month and we just surpassed 6000 downloads as of today. Pop off the GGs. You guys you guys are just keeping it locked down, and that's what I appreciate about you. So, you know. Yeah, you people oh, are real cool. I was like, you know, I was like, Gee, yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh Flying in the plane, I'm always hallucinating, but who really knows what I'm looking at? You it, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, am I dreaming at this point? Mm-hmm. It's like we have uh, the flowers just keep rolling in. They got to like what we're talking about, or otherwise, what the fuck is the point? So tell me. You know what I think it is? At the end of the day, people are just tired of hearing the same old shit. Every big podcast, like, I'm not going to, because I like some of those big podcasts. But they're just regurgitated. Like, all of the comedians just pass down the same guests. So you're basically just listening to the same person over and over. They're all just too long. Like, I don't have time to listen to a fucking three-hour podcast. No, you want to slap it into gear, and you want to cruise down the Autobahn with the top down. Yeah, like, sometimes I just want to do an hour drive and just listen to nonsense. And Mm -hmm. that's what this is. It's just good nonsense it's good nonsense and guys when you're driving down the road there's something that we always come across it's called construction and i want to talk about a little journey i made today when i was going down the roads Mm -hmm. so i hit a stretch of highway and i came to a standstill basically it was a one lane road or two lane roads you know one way the other way and they shut down one side so the other side could go through and they hit construction going all around and stuff like that and i sat there watching the person with the sign because you know you had the the one sign that will twirl the sign go slow or stop and you have one on this side you have one on the other side it's got me to thinking why is that not why is that job not automated yet well so my only thought on this there's a couple different points my first thought is, well, it's a job because they want to give people jobs. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Does this mean there's other parts 
in this industry that's not getting the technology upgrades or automation that could maybe possibly make this job a little bit easier and doesn't take all fucking summer for all fucking roads to be closed down the whole goddamn time. So this got me going. It's like, well, if they're not willing to look at this job, like what, what other parts, right? What other parts could be fixed? Because I've been, I've hit this fucking stops now several different times. Okay. And it, I swear to God, there's not, I don't see anybody actually working besides the sign twirler people. Well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, I've, I've had the same argument in my head for years. Like, why does it take, Let's think about it like this. All right. I'll give you an example. They might just be doing like one section, like the size of a bedroom on the highway. And the high, that part of the highway will be closed down for three days. But I can get a guy to come pave my driveway in a day. It's like, why? Like I, The only thing I can think of is because they're paid by the hour, that they're just stretching it out. And I'm assuming a lot of those guys are probably making more an hour than we are. I get it. I understand why they do it. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I think there's something dark and secretive to the road commission. Why do these projects take so long? You know, I, I have another theory, and I, I'd say maybe it's not the actual crew at all. Maybe the state is like, hey, we need this stretch of highway redone. Mm -hmm. And then this crew starts it, and then I'm sure they have to wait on 400 permits, even though the state's doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, there's probably just a, a lot of unnecessary red tape. You're talking about that tape that stretches for miles. You're talking about that paperwork that seems endless. You're talking about all these fucking stamps and all the fucking ink that goes into writing all this paper and bullshit like that. So you're talking about the road commission having to deal with all this red tape. Yeah, and I'm sure it's, but it's a lot like this. Oh, you got to get this permit from zoning. And then you call zoning, and zoning's like, no, that's got to come from the state planners commission. Like, it's just probably nonstop all day long. Why do you guys make it go in circles? Why? Why is that? Why? Why slow people down? And you know that was a big argument during COVID. It's like, wouldn't this be the perfect time to do all of the fucking road construction? But you know why any of it couldn't get done? Because none of the state was working. Can't get a fucking permit. Can't get a permit for this or that, man. You can't get a permit to redo the own state's goddamn highway system. Like, what world does that make sense in? Like, why is permits on top of permits? Like, why does this have to be a thing? Why can't you not streamline this? Right. Who went in here with, with a little pen and started checking everything off and then like, oh, we got to go over here. Like, he started drawing arrows everywhere. Like, all over the paper. Like, you got framed at the courthouse. But like, hey, this over there. And this over there. Oh, you got to go see Jimmy for this. Oh, you got to go see Timmy for this. Oh, Terry, take care of this. Oh, fucking Baltimore over in the city can take care of that. Like, imagine how excited you would be, like, if you were in charge of the road commission for the whole state. And, like, you got a private donation. Like, here's a billion dollars to mm -hmm. redo every fucking road in this terrible state. And you were so excited, and you were just telling your boss, and he was just like, well, good luck with that, because it's going to take 400 years and you're never going to get all the permits for it. So this is what needs to happen. You need to have someone that goes against the system. Be like, hey, I'm going to pave this road without your permits. 
So you just have someone <laughs> fucking with their truck at night, I, just going down and fucking filling everything in. Whatever happened to common sense, too? If you know a road needs to be redone, right? Why can't I just, being the person in charge of making that decision, show some common sense and be like, you know what? That fucking road does need to be repaved. Just go do it. Not, um, okay, well, send us your proposal, and then the proposal's accepted, and then that goes to permits, and then permits has to send it to zoning. It's like, No, just pave the goddamn road. How about that? Just pave the road. And you know what I'm, I'm kind of like working on right now and paving in my mind? What? This RSO that's kind of <laughs> flowing through my system right now. So we did a little experiment because of our... One-year anniversary show. We got RSO. If you guys don't know what RSO is. Rick Simpson oil. It's basically a concentrated version of fucking, I don't know what you even call it. It's concentrated on top of concentrate. Basically, this guy invented it because he was going through cancer. And he found it as one thing that actually helped and cured him. Yeah. So because, I mean, and honestly, let's get this this—let's get this right. We uh, have some pretty high tolerance at this point. I think I'm 80% THC in my blood at the at this juncture in the road, mm-hmm. this RSO starting out, you can only take a small drop of this and you put it in some type of food. We put on Hershey kisses cause we like sweet stuff. And then we took it and it's already kicking in. And I can tell you that we're on for a wild ride, man. No, yeah, no, no, that's it. Yeah. No. You're, you're right, dude. It's uh probably what? 20 minutes in. Maybe I can feel it in my body for sure. I haven't got the head high. Oh. So I I don't have the head high yet, but I can feel it in my body. My body feels like it's getting lighter. I can feel it in my body. That's why I got this jug of Milo's iced tea right here. That's a big jug. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the whole gallon. Ooh, nice. Yeah, man. So what else is new? Mm, I don't really have a lot of new in my life. Hmm. I mean, I guess it, some exciting news that just happened. Pretty looks like pretty soon we'll be able to take these masks off. Yeah, depending on, I mean, it's got so if you if you read the article from the CDC, it's still going to leave it up to businesses on what they want to do. So I think you're still going to see a lot of businesses probably try to enforce the mask law, but people being people are are going to be people, and they're going to fight against it, no matter what correct i mean personally i think we're, we're both fully vaccinated i'm still gonna wear my mask depending on what they want to do uh but i can see this becoming far more of an issue i'm to the point now where i will not wear it outside you've given me the green light i've got the vaccine i'm not wearing it outside don't ask me yeah i don't think you really have a need to wear it outside i mean you fucking aren't gonna be standing around people anyway unless you're in a crowd yeah uh, even then even then like i'll take my fucking chances take your chances we're outside in a business i'm i'm cool like i'll still wear it i got no beefs with that but the outdoor is over for me yeah i mean that's fine i don't think i mean like i said fully vaccinated people outside ggs the opposite of that now is i saw a vice article where people who were anti-mask before are now saying that they're going to be pro-mask when everyone else takes their masks off because they don't want to get the the infection from the, the vaccine from the people who got it. So be on the lookout for that. That sounds like a wonderful idea for those people. Go ahead and wear your fucking <laughs> mask. You haven't been wearing them now anyway. 
I guess wearing them later is just going to do nothing but good things for you. Because, you, you know, know, we're all powered up from this fucking microchip that's in us now, so you better watch out. I've made it very clear how I feel about all of those non-mask-wearing people during the heart of the pandemic. I'm passionate about that still. Still, it's fuck those people, right? Mm-hmm. But do you know how stupid that makes you look? If your solution is to wear a mask after masks are over so you don't get a government-born infection from someone who was vaccinated, like, I don't even know what words to say to you. Like, I don't even want to say hello or good morning to you. Like, you are a crazy person. I mean, the the logicalness of this is just mind-blowing to me. Do you really think that the people in power want to shut the fucking country down so that means they stop making money? I mean... That's just the simple point that I can make is these people in power, for how much I don't like them, they don't want to lose money. Right. And they're losing money by having the country shut down. So do you think they would put another virus in a cure? Get the fuck over it. It doesn't even make sense. I mean, I love conspiracy theories, guys. You know this. I will go on for days. But this one is just outrageous. And... If I were to be frank, my friend, if it happens, I mean, I didn't see it coming. I mean, hats off to you guys if if that does happen. Yeah, you know me too. I'll entertain the, the greatest of conspiracy theories, but this is just stupidity. Like, this isn't even conspiracy. This is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? I do wonder, like, who brought this theory forward? Who was the the, <laughs> the numbskull? The internet. Well, it starts with someone. It starts with one person. Who do you think that one person is? Like, what does that one person look like in your book? A Russian bot. Ooh, you think it was a Russian bot? I think all of this nonsense is coming from outside the country. Do you? A hundred percent. Shit, all right. Because, like, if you want to meddle in people's elections, you need a, a conspicuous way to do that. And how do you do that? Through the internet. And if you know that your audience that receives this is going to take it, take your meme and just fucking glorify it and make it their reality. And what's scary is like, that's not just like five people. That's 70 million plus. Stop fucking with us at this point. This is what I need every other country to do. What the fuck? What you doing, Terry? Back the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Like, we've we've had an... Since we're on the subject of politics, I'm I, I, I'm I'm good with I'm okay that Joe Biden's the president. How about that? I don't love him and I don't hate him. I just think that there's probably someone better. I think a lot of people are probably there. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be that stepping stone from what was to what's going to be. Right. I mean, I that's that's who Joe Biden is to me. As long as he can maintain an incredible and just help out just a little bit, set up the next one for what could be the fucking home run. It just scares me to have him as a president during a time like this. We know, like, there are other countries meddling in our elections through the power of the internet. He just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to stand up to another country and try to stop it. Yeah, and he's got some decisions to make coming up, right? Yeah. Because there's a... (laughs) There's some serious shit going down. Israel and Palestine are at war right now. Like yeah, eventually like he's going to have to to do something. Yeah, it's just like do you I mean 
I think we've all seen the videos, and I'm not prone to watching too much news. I try to stay out of it as much as possible because that's just who I am as a person. But this is one of those things where you just cannot not pay attention. Right. Like the amount of videos that are leaking out of Gaza, the Gaza Strip, it's just you can't take your eyes away from it. Like there is a possible world war that are that is happening or about to happen it's been happening yeah it's been and it's been going on i yeah. don't think a lot of people are, and i'm for one am the same person like when i've heard of this flaring up last week like i'm like okay it seems like i've heard this before so then i took some time and i started researching i did about 10 minutes right after that 10 minutes i was just like okay israel's wrong here and then I heard something else and then I went back and I got locked in and I was like an hour and a half in. And then you realize like you can't point the finger at who is right and who is wrong because you have to go back through every conflict. Like this has been going on for a hundred years. If you've just turned on the news and you think one person's the bad guy, I can understand why you would think that, but you also have to do your research and know like some may argue that one is right. One is wrong. A lot of people are arguing that they're both wrong. This isn't something that just gets fixed overnight. Now with technology and the amount of firepower that these two places have, like someone's going to need to intervene or otherwise they're going to fucking destroy each other. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens when you start going over to Israel end of the world? That's where it's all based out of, right? Well, that's where Mr. Jesus is from. Yeah. So once that hits and then you have someone pull all the nations together, that, there's a book written about that, I guess, about the end times. <laughs> Doesn't part of you want to see it? The end of the world? I don't know. I have a feeling I have a part to play. I don't know why. Just I, saying. I take it like, I, I put it to you like this. Like, if it's going to blow up from a meteor, I mean, I'm not going to suffer. Yeah, why not? Right. I'm going to watch that wave hit us. I, I don't really care to see that one. I'll be high as a motherfucker, too. Right. The one that I would want to see the most is the one that I don't believe in the most. And that's Mr. Jesus Comes Back. Like, Oh, where it's hell on earth then? Yeah, like he's he comes down and like the rapture happens. Yeah. happens. Like, I think I would like to see that one. With well, my, you yeah, we definitely you probably be on the other side of the rapture, right? <laughs> you think I'm going down? Why? Well, the rapture's not about going down. Well, I'm saying like I'm I'm not going to the good place. Yeah, I'm saying you're probably not going to get raptured. Right. I mean, I'm definitely not getting raptured either. I don't believe. I mean, I would have to imagine that the majority of the population wouldn't. Yeah, there'd be a lot of us that'd be left behind. <laughs> and like when you think about that dynamic, so think about like he comes down, takes who he needs to take, and the rest of us just live in hell, right? Well, we're, we're yeah, we're bait. We can still, I don't know how it works. I think you'd still die during that end times, right? And then basically just you're living in the worst of the worst because there's demons on earth. Oh, but that's right, so what I'm saying. Like we live in that. I guess you could call that hell, yeah. And just think about the population of people that you're going to be living with were all believers and all thought that they were going. So now you have to live with those people. Oh, that's true. And like, I think that's the scariest part because those people might just go fucking crazy. And not only do you have to deal with the demons on earth, but now you have 90 million crazy people who lost their fucking minds because they were believers and thought they were going and they didn't go. That's scary. That to is think a dark. That's a dark, dark, dark twist, man. You know what I mean? Like I do. Woo. I do. I read a book that could directly not not in a religious aspect. It's called One Second After. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Basically, in the book, an EMP blast takes out the U.S. 
every single piece of technology is burnt out. And that's including cars because computers were in cars from the, I think, 1980s yep. onward. So all those cars are burnt. This basically reminds me of what would happen. You would have people form into gangs. And mm-hmm. inevitably, there would be a cannibalistic gang out there. So you would have to deal with that as well. And you got to think about, too, like, I think the biggest bulk of people are just going to be lost because mm-hmm. they don't know. Like, there'd be a, a lot of people dying. There'd be so many people lost. They wouldn't mm-hmm. know where to go. They wouldn't know what to do. And they wouldn't have the resources to find out because, you know, for us, like, we're at that age where we didn't always have phones and computers. So we know how to pick up a book and find information. <coughs> but there's a generation of people who have never had to do that. They've always been able to find the answer with their thumbs. I think it's important, too, to know even survival skill sets. Like, do you guys have a go bag? I have a go bag. Yeah. I have it set up with, like, food, water, and different kinds of supplies. That's all in one bag and ready to go. I mean, that, and that doesn't take a lot to put together, but it's good to have. I heard someone say, um, I, th- I think it might have been on Joe Rogan they were talking about this, and the guy recommended, I think it's called the Hunter, the Hunter Gatherer Handbook. Mm-hmm. So basically, if something, it tells you like what to look for in nature that's edible. Like, tells oh. you to, how to determine like if what mushrooms are good and what mushrooms are bad and what berries are good and what berries are bad. Like, that might be a good book to have, actually. Right, just to keep it on hand in case like you need it. And then like, the other example he gave was someone in the desert killed a rattlesnake to eat it, but they ate the venomous, most venomous part. Like, so it tells you like of all, all of these things that you can eat that are poisonous, what not to eat. Like what like, not to eat. Yeah, like it was just really cool. Oh, this sounds like something up my alley, man. I'm going to have to figure me out a hunter-gatherer book. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, let's become hunter-gatherers again. Glad they go hunting. Man, that would fucking be wild, wouldn't it? Oh, that was one of the things that I read, too, is this idea that if you do have an end-of-the-world scenario <coughs> and the, the inner cities start to run out of food, people, people always get the idea that, oh, there's plenty of food in the woods. Well, think about when a million people flock to the woods all at once. <coughs> that would be a great idea because then you have a book that you could be like, well, there's, these mushrooms are good, and then you have other people that would not know this, and they're eating poisonous items you send a million people into the woods there's going to be nothing in there for them to eat anyways because all the wildlife is coming right the fuck out the other side exactly my point is that way that you can find the like, the fungus and the mushrooms that is edible mm-hmm. that would make sense then i mean that uh, you're you're getting some real life skills on the show today um, we're talking about some end of the world life scenarios that you guys can listen to and, and get some knowledge on and i'm just i you know what free of charge baby What's your what's your line? So like, let's say some shit goes down, right? And we got no more, no more internet. We got to go out and hunt and gather. Mm-hmm. Is everything food? So that that is another one of those scenarios that is hard to relate to because I did read that in that book again. Uh, in in this fiction book, the man has two dogs, and he's got to at one. first at first. He's like, no, no, I will not. Obviously, I'm not going to kill them. They're they're older dogs. They've been with me my entire life. And he has a family. He has a he has one older daughter, one younger daughter. The younger daughter has insulin, and then that's who that family is. And then throughout the book, one of the dog dies because it attacks an intruder, which is sad. But then they eat the dog because they have no food left. And then you find out that the older daughter is pregnant, and then they're running out of food still, and they have to make the decision. 
to kill the dog because they can't feed the dog anymore either. And you need meat for the baby. Yep. So these are decisions that are fucking awful to make, but they make sense. So in that scenario, I would fight. I mean, for me personally, my dog is probably my other half at this point. Right. So I'm going to fight for him. Like I'm, he's going to have the food before I am. If I, if he goes out, I'm probably going out with him at this point. Like in that scenario, it just depends too. But I would probably fight for my dog first before kind of giving in. I think. I think I would try to start with just fish because I think. I mean, if it came down to it, like I think I could kill anything if I was that hungry. Would you go cannibalistic? No. Like if you were starving and there was a, like, just say you were, let's give this a scenario, baby. Let's give you a group of five and then you guys were ambushed. All four were dead, but you managed to kill the ambushes. You were starving. And I mean, and they're right there. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it? I couldn't do it. You would rather die then? Yeah, I don't think I could eat a person, man. Okay. A dog, a cat, like, it would suck. Like, I would struggle. Yeah, for me personally, I think once you get into starvation mode, I think the decisions become a little bit easier to make. I think you'll have to deal with the aftermath. I think if I was put in your scenario, I probably would. That's just who I am. And then especially if you're taking care of others, like what happens if maybe you kill a person and you have three kids and you just don't tell them what this meat's from. Isn't it, what about that real-life scenario? I don't know, man. You know what's kind of weird is I actually wrote this into my, my second book. What had happened was in this book, basically, you're, I'm not going to explain the whole fucking thing. That's too much. But you find this family that's been stranded, and they've been without food for a long time. And they hear a gunshot. And the, my main character hears the gunshot. So he goes and wants to find out what's happening. He, well, he finds out that the, the wife had killed herself so that the husband could cut her up and feed her to the kids because they were out of food. Nah. That's, this is what kind of like end of the time, what could happen? Like what, what, what do you do when you have to fend for someone else, but you have nothing else? I couldn't see myself doing anything to another human body. I don't think I could kill a person to eat them. I don't think I could cut a person up that's already dead to eat them i just i I don't think i could do it man i don't i don't think i have it in me i don't i don't know it's it's a strange concept to me as one i hopefully never have to make a choice on because i i look at it like this too if i'm in that position where i'm forced to eat a person i think about it like this and i know some people think about it like I'm fucking starving. If I don't eat this person, I might die. I think about it like if I eat this motherfucker right now, that's only going to give me enough energy to make it to the next motherfucker that I got to eat. And I already don't want to eat him. So if my life is just going to be eating people, at that point, my life is done, bro. Dark path we walked down yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, man. Like, I wasn't thinking that we would come, I, come I, over the cannibal I question. Definitely, I would never kill myself. But if I had to choose to starve myself to death or eat a person, I'll starve myself. But for me, like I said, man, I'm going to grab a fishing pole and I'm going to go to the lake and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out, man, trying. I'm going to try to get a fish because I definitely ain't eating Jeff because Jeff, he was an asshole anyways, bro. So he probably going to taste like shit. Jeff, toxic. All right. Let me ask you this. Would you have it in you to maybe cut a chunk of your own arm off? Because I... 
I'm I'm that person, bro. Like if so, I if I was forced to try, like if I knew, like, bro, you're gonna die if you don't eat something. Like if I knew it was just temporary, right? No. Like if I was like, look, you only got thirty more miles to go till you know where there's food. But if you don't eat something, bro, you're gonna die right now. Could you take could you take a knife and just cut a chunk of your arm off? I will give you a couple of different ideas. The the first concept is I don't think I would do that simply because I know the risk of infection would be too great. What would happen is you'd cut your shit up and then you would die anyway from infection. Because if you're traveling thirty miles through a forest or whatever, there there's inevitably something's gonna get up in there. This the second part is I've done fasting and I've done extended fasting and I'm not saying I'm great at it but I I now kind of understand how the body can function without food for much longer than what people think it it can function on right the I've seen all the YouTube videos uh, my longest fast I can do is normally three days until I start getting a little weird but three I, back in back in elementary we were told that you can go you could only go th- like three days without water and a week without food so I know it's made of bullshit now mm-hmm. if you go to YouTube and watch the videos there's people out there that are doing it for a month and I'm I'm not kidding you there's people out there not eating food for um, an extended period of time. You even got people out there that do water-only fast diets, and then you got people out there that go straight no water. I'm talking no showers, no no water actually touching the skin for one full week, and even longer than that. What you're seeing is that I think you can tolerate way more than what people are used to. They're, they're just bodies aren't used to it, so they're not trained up. Like anything else, I always say this all the fucking time. Right. Listen up. You got to do your training. If you train... Your body gets used to it, and you can do it for longer periods of time. That's why the fat, like the fasting thing, I could only do for eight hours at first, then it's a day, then now it's three days. You just got to do a little bit of training, baby. I couldn't, I, dude. I can't go a day, a day without eating. No, I mean it's a little bit harder, especially because we smoke all the time. And THC for me kicks that eating thing in pretty, pretty hardcore. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's right. Okay, <laughs> why is that? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> What you got over there? I was just looking to see what's trending right now. What's one of the things that's trending? Um, nothing good. <laughs> Trader Joe's says that fully vaccinated customers are not required to wear their masks while shopping. Well, how progressive of them. But how do you manage that? That's uh, that. Uh, there's your passport idea. Or there, there's your COVID passport. They'll have to show it at door. They're not getting in otherwise. So Walmart, Trader Joe's, and Costco say they don't have to wear... Yeah, it's going to be hard to enforce. Uh, This is just going to split us even further. The great mask war is coming. Probably going to involve the scars guards, too. All this is going to do is piss off all of the people that don't want the vaccine again. And we're just going to be right back in this fucking... The videos, you know, the videos are coming, dude. Of he ain't wearing a mask. Why do I gotta wear? You know what I mean? It's coming, bro. Costco won't require proof that customers have been vaccinated. Instead, the message said, "We ask for members' responsible and respectful cooperation." I think that's all they can do if they're gonna enforce that policy. Because then, yeah, you can't really split the people up by going, "Hey, do you let me sh- show me proof." Um, Trader Joe's will not request 
or require proof of vaccination from its customers. If you're just an anti-masker, just you can walk into those places without a mask and they're not going to say anything to you. It's a strange time we're living through again. We got wars going on. We we're started worried about po- masks over here. We started this podcast. Was it during COVID? Uh, yeah, well, it would have been one year ago. So when we so came, COVID started really, it was April, I we, think, right? March, March, April. When we came up with the concept of the show, we did not wear masks. Now, only some of us have to wear masks. Like, it's are, just, are you telling me that this entire show can be based around the idea of people wearing masks or not wearing masks? Could be, dude. Where's this mascot and where's this fucking camera that's trained on us? Because this is really a rude, terrible play. Tired of playing in this play. It doesn't make much sense either, huh? I know a lot of people lost their lives, but it wasn't as bad as what it like. It did. It just didn't seem like it was as bad as it was made out to be. The only thing I can say is, I didn't really see it. I just heard about how the hospital overflow, overflow happened simply because we have a friend. And his wife is a lead nurse or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we heard through him about how busy and overpacked the hospital was for a certain period of time that eventually it did kind of ease up. Like, it, like they had um, extra bedding set up on a different campus for overflow and they never used it. So I agree it was a bad thing, but the media made it 10 times worse. And it's still going on. Don't get me wrong. They could hurry up and vaccinate the whole fucking nation. That'd be cool. But people, some people aren't going to get it, so it's not going to matter anyway. And we're going to go in cycles again, baby. And then there'll be a new one. And then there'll be a new variant of it, like the flu. This is our new flu. I was wondering about that the other day. Like, how fucking terrible our idea is. Like, the, the flu changes every year. What if this is our new flu we got to deal with every single year now? Just wait till we burn that fucking ozone layer a little bit more and melt some more ice. And then the fucking mold spores come out of that and creates all kinds of new problems we have so much that could just come at us at this point if we burn through the ozone that's your solar flares right there that cooks us we're melting the ice and you're having all these diseases and the mold pop up which we talked about in episodes past the mold can consume everything it's like the blob dude it's like the blob from the movie and it feeds off one another it's it's in it's i think that's an integral part of the story coming up i really do that mold out there, uh, yeah, man. That's a layer. That's that's a buffer. Yep. And we're we're eating right right to it, so that's cool. So we got from from below up to top <laughs> covered, and in the middle we have a war going on that could that we might we we probably will get involved in. It's like we're trapped in the middle, and we always talk about the oceans, and there's so much there in the oceans that could just basically haunt our nightmares. I was just thinking the other day. I was like, I was just thinking about people in general. You have an interaction with someone, and it, it just it made me think about people as a whole. And there's a lot of good people, there's a lot of bad people, there's a lot of lost people. And I was just thinking about, like, it's so weird that there's so many of us, and we're so fucking confused. No one knows what is right and what is wrong anymore. There's just no boundaries anymore. Mm. I, I feel like we live in a world with no boundaries. Like, at at the sign of uncomfort or or anything like that, we just automatically just throw out all the boundaries and just change all the rules. Like, there's no structure to the world right now. You, you got to deal with all of the, you know, the shit with the police, the police killings. And then you have to deal with all of the different groups, All Lives Matter people and the Black Lives Matter and the Q people and the LGBTQ community. Like, so as just 
an everyday normal person like that just goes to work, works a nine to five. And you let's say like all of the stuff that you see, like maybe you can't relate to that or you don't associate with any of that. Right. Which is a lot of people. And I wouldn't say that they they're doing it on purpose. They're just lost. You know what I mean? Like they don't know what is right anymore. What is wrong? They don't know what to follow and who to believe. So those people have to deal with all of that and their everyday life. (laughs) And now you're going to throw a fucking pandemic on them. And then a war is coming. Like, I just feel like we have a a big group of people who are on the brink of losing their fucking minds. Yeah. You, we've seen this, the dynamic of a stay at home lifestyle has impacted couples. The, the rays of divorces and separations (laughs) have skyrocketed as people were trapped together. Right. And this whole atmosphere feels like it's just boiling. Just boiling and it, and it eased up a little bit with Biden, but still but it's still on a simmer. Like it's on a it's on a medium simmer I feel like right now. And if you just turn up the heat a little bit, which I feel like that war, man, could just spill over. I feel like the the tension in every country right now. I feel like every single country in this world could go to war with itself. Especially in this country, Jesus Christ, there'd be eight, there'd be like nine different groups. They'd be like, all right, if you believe in this, we're fighting over here. If you believe in this, we're fighting over here. Dude, it would be chaos. It would be Mad Max. Like, I feel like that could happen in every single country. I feel like we're standing at the precipice. Ooh, fuck it. Dude, let me go get you a quarter for that big word. We're staring the jaws of the end. I really do. I hate to say it. I fucking people just, I don't know if people are destined to make it. I don't understand why we're fighting against so much different shit when you could focus on one thing, such as helping out your fellow fucking person. I just feel like all of the rationale is backwards. Like, all right, let's just say like me and you disagree on something, whether we know each other or not. Just imagine like if we had a disagreement right now and we were like, oh yeah. And then like we went off and started our own two followings. Like, wouldn't it be easier for us to be like, hey, we're both people. Now, we do disagree on this one thing, but we also agree on 4,000 things. So now I'm led to believe that I just have to hate everyone because they have one thing different than I do. It just, it doesn't make any sense, man. I know people that are Democrat. I know people that are Republican. I know people that are gay, lesbians, trans, like... I want you guys to picture in your mind two pots, two clear pots, one filled with liquid, the other with a small drop, a dark, muddy drop, and the other one's clear water. And you're telling me that you'd rather stare at that drop of shit than look at what that person, that other person is worth. Right. So fucking listen up. That group of people that I just said who I personally know and have relationships with, I can go to every single one of those people and be like, let's find something we disagree on. It's way easier for me to be like, wait a minute. I got all this shit in common with all of these people. Y'all are fucking cool with me. I don't give a fuck if we vote differently. That's your decision as a human being. I don't care who you fucking pray to. I don't care who you sleep with at night. At the end of the day, those are all such minute details to me. And my relationship with another person. Because guess what? When you go to church and pray, I'm not there with you. And that's my choice. 
So why should that stop me from not liking you because you go to a place I'm not going to go to? I just don't understand how we're still at a point in the world where like you can look at another person and be like, they do one thing I don't like and I don't, I, I fucking hate them. That still boggles my mind. I, I don't think I'll ever understand it, man. I, I don't think I'll ever understand that amount of hatred and ignorance. So my thing is, is like you have all of these groups who have very common interests. Why can't we all just get together? Because all of us together united living in peace. There's always going to be hate. But if we are the 99% of the beautiful things in this world, who gives a fuck about that 1%? Because at the end of the day, if we wanted to, we could fucking squash them like bugs. If people want to be hateful, let them fucking be hateful. Why does that have to affect your life is all I'm saying. And I understand like there's, there's people that have to deal with hatred every day. I get it. I totally understand what I, I'm not saying that that's a you shouldn't be upset about that. But if you focus some energy together, like us coming together, and we can shut out all that fucking stupid hatred shit. But when normal people turn on the TV, they don't know what to look at. It's just, it's too fucking much, man. It's overwhelming. You need a centralized idea implanted into the ground. You need a figure. You need the one. The one is going to send out the vibrations to get everybody on the same page so and let get them all calmed down. If you had to like think of one thing, totally forget about the fucking hateful people. We're just going to pretend like they don't exist. You take over power. So you're like, I ain't got to worry about these dumbasses. Like, they can fucking hate over here in this corner. We ain't even fucking worried about them. Now, how can I get everyone else united on one thing? How can I get them to just shut the fuck up long enough to listen to each other? Because there's someone next to you fighting for the same thing. And y'all together are more strong, more powerful than you are separate. So, so sadly, as humans are right now, we have to give them one focal point to zoom in on and i think that can only be one enemy if people evolved a little bit more i think they could focus on their emotions and they could just carry themselves through it but i don't think we're there yet that would take more of a like meditation and the the eastern philosophy i think eventually we can get there but that's going to take us a few a few more hundred years to actually figure out and that comes from evolution so that's not really our fault that just comes from us learning and passing it along to our children and that's why I believe in evolution a little bit more because we can see it. Listen, man, I know the government listens to everything. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a new conspiracy to do. Put the weed in the water. Just figure out how to put the weed in the water. Not a lot. Just enough to calm people the fuck down. Do you think they're microdosing us already? They have the option. And people, and I know our situation's rough, but people have been getting crazier as I've gotten older. Yeah. Maybe we're getting poisoned by the filtration systems already in our water. Nah, man. I don't think it's the water at all, bro. And, but it's just microdosing. I think it's that fucking, that box over there. Oh, you think it's Mr. Molly, or Mrs. Molly Molly? No, I'm talking about that computer. I think it's this fucking phone right here. This is what's fucking changing people's lives, dude. Mm -hmm. The shit that they read no one reads a newspaper anymore it's too slow listen man i drive to the neighborhood i know where all the old dudes live you mm -hmm. know why i know where all the old dudes live because they're reading newspapers because there's a, a fucking lot. newspaper at the end of the driveway yep. like they're the only ones reading the paper everyone else is getting their information from this fucking little magic box that you walk around with in your pants all day long yeah what's your point we're just oh. getting news differently yeah but 
then when you open this magic box, you have 7 million options to choose from for news. And guess what the most common are? Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> that's where people are getting their news. Well, that's the problem. Exactly. It's not the news so much. It's the people. It's the fact that you can state your opinion on that news piece. And then, and then, sure enough, you're gonna get into a fight with someone else because they believe in something differently. I want, I want social media to go back to the days where Facebook was. You shared pictures and you updated your status. Like you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't be allowed to share any news articles on Facebook. Wouldn't that just solve the fucking problem? Oh, uh, but that could be one step. Like, and I feel like Zuckerberg can make that happen probably by the time we're done recording this. Yeah, Zuckerberg. Wait, no, he's he's a reptile, so he's not gonna do that. He's he's a fucking he's part of that army, bro. Oh man, I wish someone would make a social media that was just about happiness. I don't want no, dude. When I started on Facebook, you could share pictures and update your status, dude. It was great. It was great. And now I got there's a marketplace and a, a store and then a fucking jobs place. Like, why are you even on there then if you don't like it? I don't use it. Then why are you bitching about it? I'm just, I miss it. Mm, you miss it. I miss it. Mm. Like I miss the social, like, like the desert miss the rain. I miss MySpace, bro. There I said it. I fucking said it. I bro. know. I know you do. We talked about that, before. bro. Dude, just I do miss having my own song play on my profile like i i was a badass when you walked into my profile you were in for a good time oh yeah dude that music would start hit and you'd be like oh and then you can yeah. do your junior coding skills to get the different backgrounds absolutely and i just you gotta do you but for for me to do me i gotta go use the bathroom so we're gonna go on break time also real quick no i think our tolerances are too high for rice size granules i think we need I think we need pea size uh, yeah, I don't know if you use that much either, but I agree. Our THC levels in our blood. It feels good, though. Have spiked. Oh, fucking for sure. Like, yeah, this dude. RSO is, is definitely kicking. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm on a buffalo, but it's like we're only smoothly walking down the beach, like sunset. Like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Next time, going doubles. And just I just knock it up. Well, well, why even? Why not start now? You trying to tell me you want to go there now? I'm not doing it because I have uh, to uh. do some stuff tonight. I can't not not do anything. I mean, but you're off tomorrow, so you can do it. Are you gonna hang out? I mean, wow, we got dinner coming. Yeah, I got we got dinner. I'll be right back, dude. You're gonna fucking die. You know you're gonna be like, you're not gonna be able to function at all. You're dead. <laughs> you're a dead man. Dead man walking. And I was like. <laughs> boom boom everybody's like yeah. <laughs> in in celebration and elation of our one year you decided to take another dab of that <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that was about what so, two grains of rice i just did yeah you did two grains of rice i would say you're gonna be on your way to happy hour in no time <sighs> we got cookies too i smelled the cookies baking in the hallway and i was like ooh. Mm. It's like I'm really Willy Walker's chocolate factory right now. Spaghetti and pizza, bro. Mm. Or wait, what? Sp <laughs> spaghetti and pizza. That <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti and cookies. Spaghetti cookies. Who? Oh, hey, this, this is a question asked at work today. If you cross a potato and a tomato, what's it called? Is it a pomato? What's the other way? 
Tomato, tomato. Or could you? What about a pomato? I like pomato more. It's a pomato tornado. <laughs> oh God, dude! What happened? The f- that fucking taste just lingers in your mouth, bro. You gotta, you gotta do it right. That I shit mean, tastes like garbage. <laughs> it's pure concentrate, man. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna wreck your world. I don't know what putting wet grass clippings in your mouth tastes like, but I Ooh. have to imagine that's what it tastes like. I like wet grass. You eat wet grass? I just like it. What are you, a Barachiosaurus? Uh-huh. You fucking, what are you a fucking. That reminds me of our like one of our first episodes was uh, our, the Dino episode. Oh man, was a good one. That was a funny one. Mm-hmm. Our first episode was the witches. You remember the witches? Yeah, fucking witches, dude. They had witches and witchcraft. We had a lot of good conversations on the show last year. You know, I listen. A lot's changed in the past year, and I've that I've grown as a person in the past year. So I look back on some of our earlier episodes where I'm like, all right, I, I was anti that at that time, but now I'm pro that. And I think my stance is softening, softening a little bit on witches, bro. Oh, so are you telling me you're down? I'm not saying I'm down. I'm, I'm curious, dude. Oh, you entered the realm of just what if. Nah, not even really what if. I, I'm curious. So okay, what, so what I, are you curious about then? Before, I, t- I was like, yo, ain't no witch. There better not be no witches within like 50 feet of me, bro. I'd like to have a five-minute conversation with a witch. Now, are you talking about like spell casting witches? Or are you talking about... I'm talking about someone who identifies as a witch. Are you including Wicca? What is what? Who is Wicca? It's is that a new group? You don't know what Wicca to be a Wiccan is? Oh, a Wiccan. I mean, I've heard of that. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's kind of like an offshoot of they're like like an old pagan tradition. Kind of like it's not. They're not traditional witches as far as spell casting goes, but they do believe in elemental sciences. I do believe, and they do pray to like certain different elements. So it's a witch with a nine to five. Ooh, I never thought of it that way. I could, I could, yeah, because I worked with a couple before and they did work a nine to five job, so it makes sense. Yeah, li- I like that idea. I'd listen. That's perfect. I mean, I'm glad you're going to listen. You're going to listen for like the first five minutes and then probably just leave, huh? I'm starting to be, you know, I'm trying to be more accepting of, you know, everyone's differences and I figure why not, why not with witches, man? And who knows if you don't discover something about yourself when you're talking with them. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe you'll turn out to be a, a Wicca. Now, I, I listen, bro. If I if I get some like secret dust blown in my face, some someone tries to do a spell, we're fighting. I'm just letting you know that right now, bro. <laughs> you couldn't tell if someone was casting a spell on you. Ah, uh, I could tell, bro. What do you think? You could just sense it. Yeah, I, no one knows my body better than me. And when I, if I started to feel it changing, like I, I'm I'm swinging. <laughs> so you go immediately violent, bro. Yeah. And if you try to do, like I say, you try to do to pull a fast one and blow some magic dust in my face, trying to turn me into a frog or some shit, we're fighting, bro. Dude, I might use blinding powder on you. You ain't using no blinding powder on me. But yeah, if you're a witch yeah. and you, you want to, I, I would like to talk. Ooh. I'm opening the door. If we have any listeners or followers that would like to talk to me about this journey, mm-hmm. I'd be willing to listen. Hell, I'd even have them on as a guest. Oh, hellfire, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, good. there we go. Mm-hmm. We got the call out. Show up. I would like to interview a witch, please. Mm-hmm. So if you are one of those, 
Or no one of those. Or a warlock. That's just a man witch, right? Yeah, it's a man witch. I yeah. think, aren't you part of that crew anyway? Uh, Weren't you a man it. witch sandwich, baby? No, remember I was a... What's my character do? It takes energy. I'm an energy. Yeah, you're a dark energy vampire. Yeah, dude. Dark energy vampires where I... Roderick. Where at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bro. Witches and warlocks. Hit at, get at your boy. 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. <laughs> Because Mike Jones about to blow. You know what I'm saying? You think we should get a phone for the show? I mean, maybe eventually, but not right now. We have a phone. Technically, it's Twitter. We don't really get a lot on there. Yeah, but it's just not. It's, I think like if we had a, just a phone number where people could text us ideas, thoughts, I mean, that's called, shout, that's shout like, outs. That's Discord. Nobody knows what Discord is. Everybody knows what Discord is. Nah. Nah. I would be surprised if not a lot of people didn't know about Discord. Dude, I didn't know what Discord was until... Yeah, but you're like an old fucking man, dude. That's what I'm saying. You, you, What are you, generation shaming now? A little you, bit. You'd be living my generation out. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of your generation, I'm pretty sure. Aren't we? I don't know. Are you a millennial? What, what, I am. What are the years for that? I think, you know what? You might be part of the other one. You might be so old that you're... No, you, no <laughs> I think Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, you're, you're like almost 50, right? <laughs> You a whole asshole, man. I'm not going to look that up because I don't give a fuck. No, I want to know. We got to know. Look it up then. I'm, I don't give a fuck about generational gaps. Because you didn't know what to Google, motherfucker. I don't know what to Google. You just type in fucking generational fucking millennials, and then you find out what fucking range we're in there. And that would be fun. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit this up one more time. You're a fucking baby boomer. Ooh. What year were you born? <laughs> Uh, 1985. I'm a millennial, dude. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm on the, uh, I think we were, was, when did that, what was the cutoff for that, though? 81 to 96. I was going to say, I thought we were towards the um, the front end of it. So, Terry, Terry's Generation X. Oh, that would make sense, uh, yeah. how he acts. And I think it's funny that we split people up like that as well, because really, they just lived a different time in the world. Like that, like somehow that fucking whole thing matters, in which it doesn't. But yet, you still you can shame other groups of people, like we just did, by saying you're part of that generational gap. And even though it's not really even a fucking thing, someone made it a thing. Well, that's because you can make everything a thing. Everything is a thing, dude. Just like everything has a black market. Oh, everything does have a black market. Mm-hmm. We know that. What is everything else now? You think? What's the next one? What do you mean? I don't know yet. What did you just ask me? What's the next one? Oh, generation? Oh, no. I just was asking in general, I guess. So it goes lost generation, greatest generation, silent generation, baby boomers, X, millennials, Zoomers, and then generation alpha. Generation alpha? That's kind of a weird name, right? We got some people coming up after us, I guess. How can it be called Generation Alpha with so many betas? Oh, no. (laughs) See, that's what we're talking about. That's what I just talked about. Wow. Well, in all honesty, it kind of falls upon us, doesn't it? We have to train them as to what the world can be. and, And really, you just learn through experiences. I mean, I think you and I have been through more experiences than those younger generations have been. Like they say, it's supposed to, the newest generation is, you know, the greatest, right? So even if that's true, we may not ever find out because the planet's so fucked, they don't get a chance to prove it. That's true. I guess we still have to figure that out. But, you know, who knows? The world's going to burn up anyway. As below, so is up. And we're stuck in the middle. 
would you go to Mars? Oh yeah. The only problem being, what am I going to do with my dog though? Because I, I could see them like you. You can't bring your dog to Mars. I mean, I take I I take him in. All you would stay if you were given the option. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, it's nonsense. Can we smoke weed? Uh, probably oh, not. Probably not. So fuck all that. Well, what if the world was burning and you had to go to Mars to vacate what would be eventual death? Can there be Rick Simpson oil on Mars? <laughs> no, everything is banned right now. Then I ain't going, bro. So you stay behind to die because of the feeling that you would get because you would be lacking it up on Mars. If the world is burning, I have a feeling I can inject that whole RSO dart and it ain't going to matter. Yeah, you'd probably be asleep to the world. Yeah, I might even try to get it into my system quicker and put it up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if that's healthy enough, but I guess it's the end anyway. So yeah, it doesn't well, you matter. You gotta give it a shot, bro. Sure. For when you know, and then in your next life, or when you go to the next portal, you can be like, uh, guys, guys, I guys. I can't wait till the archaeologists <laughs> dig you up after the world is like heals itself and the new race comes and you just have an rosr dart hanging out of your fucking ass and you've been like frozen in stone like that the whole two thousand years and they're like what is this and someone finds me with a dart right yeah they're like what is this we don't have a clue and it confounds scientists for millennia. Uh, and, and they're going to be like, what is this? What? His shirt says stoner babble. Like, what is that? Uh huh. They wouldn't even, they couldn't have a, an idea. It'd be like right. Egyptian hieroglyphics. They have a, <laughs> maybe it's this. And it's something completely different. I make it to the waiting area of the next dimension. And they're like, oh, when you found out you were, the world was ending, what did you do? And the, <laughs> the people were like, oh, you know, I hugged my family. I called my family. Or, What'd you do? I stuck an RSO dart up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I hope that you have to watch yourself live your life. Like all the bad moments, like you're with God and God's like, we're going to go through your life and then I'm going to show you what an asshole you were. And you get to that moment and God just shaking his head going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, dude? But this would be like... <laughs> Like I, would, but you know me. Like I'm not shying away from that conversation. No, of bro. course like, not. You like, dude, God, you like, God, dude, come on. Like I would be like before, like the wave was coming. No one knows my life better than me, right? So like before <laughs> I know some shit's about to go down, I'm gonna pause it, right? I'm gonna hit pause and be like, all right, look here, my man. Before I did this, let me explain to you why what I was thinking, what I was thinking, and why I did this. So just you know, when we get to that part, I'm just gonna be like, look here, my man, like. It was the end, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's all I got to say for that scenario. But, like, yeah, for for rest, de there's going to be de some definite moments <laughs> in my life. I'm going to have to hit that pause button and try, try to explain my try way out of it before he just was like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? <laughs> Why are you shitting in boxes? <laughs> <laughs> you just threw 44 ounces of root beer on that kid on the sidewalk for no reason dude uh, i'd want to be there for your interview with god man i just want to see it i want to see you try to talk your way out of all this shit <laughs> so let me get this straight you drove a rental car through a cornfield because you had insurance <laughs>
And if anyone's out there listening, let me be the first to tell you, if you drive any car through a cornfield, it will beat it the fuck <laughs> up, dude. It looked like someone took a fucking hammer and beat the hood of this car. It, it, like, it looked like it got hit with a hammer a thousand times. <laughs> What did they say at the uh, the agency? Like when you returned it, drop it off. Oh, oh! I just gave him some bullshit story. Like I ran off the road. Oh, okay. but, but I remember when we dropped it off. We were pulling away, and my buddy—it was actually my buddy that rented. It was his rental car. We dropped it off, and as we're pulling away, I just remember looking in the mirror, and I could see the back of the car. And you could just see corn stalks. Because <laughs> they were like like plugged up under the car. And they were just hanging out the bottom of the car. Oh, my gosh. And it didn't take long. I mean, I mean, he was only in this cornfield for like 20 seconds. <laughs> and, and just destroyed the front end of the Chevy Cobalt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be a fun one to explain my way out of. I just feel like there'd be so many just random, like... Like, what the fuck moments? See, and that's the thing, is, like, I feel like when we're watching my, my movie back, there's, like, one, maybe three, like, big events that he's gonna be like, what the fuck? But then there's gonna be, like, 5,000 small ones where he's just like, what were you thinking? Yeah, it would definitely be entertaining, for sure. What do you think? I'm thinking we're coming to the end of the show, dude, as custom. Wait, hold on a second. I got a quick question. Oh, okay. It's been some weeks. Some weeks. It's been some weeks since we've had an enemy of the show. I don't know if you're aware of that. Are we getting soft? Personally, I think the enemy of the show is your segment. No, I thought that was our segment. Like, we were just going to have a friend of the show at any oh, of the show. Oh, I've always taken the standpoint as we're, nah. two, we're two sides that come together. Nah, bro. Like, if you got an enemy. I, oh, well, listen, I usually don't go after people. You though. should know this by now, dude. Your enemy is my enemy. Well, I know. I get that. And, and that's why I think it's. I counterbalance it when you have an enemy. I usually have a friend of the show. That's because, hmm. like, how many friends of the show have you done, though? Some. I don't think so. But I don't, I don't have a lot of any. friends. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is I have to counter it out. I, I'm usually not in, there's not a lot of enemies I have until I decide to make them. What do you mean? So are you deciding to tell me that you have an enemy of the show then today? No, 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 no. Not at all. I was just curious. I didn't know if we were getting away from it or if we just ain't had no beefs. You know what I mean? I don't think I, we've really had any beef beef with individual people. Enemy of the show, you kind of got to put yourself on a pedestal to really get our attention to right. be like the asshole that you are. Yeah. And I don't think lately we've really had to pay attention to anyone in particular when it comes to that idea. That's true. Mm-hmm. I just hope we ain't getting soft, you know what I mean? No, I think we stick to our roots. Well, especially you. I mean, I don't think you'll ever get that term soft. I think you're just like, I think you think you should, you're becoming soft. But I think you just, you'll snap back. It's like. It's like you're driving a car and you like someone dents you. You know that metal, like it looks dented, but if you just pull it in a little bit, it snaps back in place. That's kind of like what you are. You think you're soft, you get a little dented, but then all of a sudden you just get pulled back in place and you're ready to go. I've always been this way my whole life, as far as like just how I interpret feelings. It's very rare for me to like 
cry at funerals because like I don't see it. I mean, it's sad, but like I've accepted it's just part of life. So there's just uh, there's emotions that I don't. People say you don't have emotions. Like it's not that I don't have them. It's just I interpret emotions differently. As a person, you get to choose. You get to choose emotion. I like the emotion of love. So like that's why like I don't throw the term around loosely because i don't say it to a lot of people that one is sacred to me it's special you know what i mean so like and and then again like you know people are like people show love differently like and i'm one of those people like we're all different of how we express love like it's important to me now i know many people on the outside looking towards me may not may disagree with me but that's just me like i interpret emotions differently than most people so if i can interpret it is that emotion of like happiness or sadness is just part of life like that emotion doesn't exist to me does that make sense kind of (laughs) i don't i'm just weird dude like i'm a fucking maybe i am fucking robot (laughs) damn bro i never thought of it like that so if you were a robot and in the past, you said you would kill a robot if you saw it. Do you have to kill it? You do. What you gonna do now? Nah, fuck you, bro. I ain't killing myself. Fuck I'm not saying to kill yourself, but what happens with that? With that theory. What if you were a robot? I wouldn't be happy about it because I like being a human. But if I found out I was a robot, bro, people are gonna know. I'm I'm gonna be the fucking the the I robot bad guy. No, you're gonna be Johnny Five who thinks he's alive. No, dude. And fuck I was going to take you out. Nah. But that's a good final thought there for you, you yeah, know. Yeah. Welcome back to I, I Travis. <sighs> Fucking maniac. Hey, my final thought is a uh, penguin and it's penguin socks. Get yourself a pair. Why? Just because, you know, where penguins are frankly they're the best animal in the world. No, they're not. And having them on your feet in the form of a sock no. only makes it 10 times cooler. So get yourself some penguin socks. No, sir. Do yourself a favor and just, and just show them off. No, sir. Show them off to the world. Do Take a little picture of, of, of the socks and you know, show them off. I will not condone any of this. You don't have to condone nothing. Don't, I'm saying don't because penguins only, are terrible. Penguins pe- are fucking terrible. Penguins are great. No. And they kill each other. They rape each other. They fuck each other. They're just terrible, terrible. They're not even real birds. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Look at this football thing with fake wings. <laughs> that flies in the water with a beak. Who made the penguin? And why? Well, the, I'm pretty sure they just, they just are. It's not a real penguins. thing. Penguins have been around forever. Listen, I like Before. looking at them at the zoo. They're cool looking. But what? I like to ask the question, what was mother nature thinking when it created penguins it was thinking that it wanted to put the dominant species into the into the world and the penguins have thrived and they will maintain and continue forward but the penguin has a beak yeah and if you keep talking like this i'm gonna smack your fucking beak off your face and it swims like a seal so does that mean at some point a seal fucked a bird and made a penguin uh, probably not. Well, then how the fuck is there a seal-shaped bird in the ocean? I mean, do you really want to talk about how evolution occurred, or are you just going to fucking go on your hillbilly ride? No, I just want you to explain to me, for one, because you said penguins are great, 
because they're not. They're fucking gross and Penguins terrible. Are fucking wonderful. No, lively creatures. But I want you to just explain to me why something in the ocean has a beak like a bird catching fish, dummy. Nah, bro. It's a food source. You, they evolved you, it from nature because they need to catch fish, and you were gonna do that with a regular mouth. You know Can who you else catch a fish with their, your fucking mouth? You know who else uses their beaks to catch fish? Birds. They adapted to survive. Much like you have to adapt to survive or you die. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The penguins that, ain't you know that what? fucking great. Shout out to the people at Penguin Socks. I'll agree with you that they do make good socks. But fuck penguins, man. Shout out to penguins. You guys are my bros. We're <laughs> always down to hang. Fuck Let's a have penguin. a sesh. Fuck a penguin. We'll, we'll hang out and we'll just get high. Fucking cool. enemy of the show, dude. Penguins. Never. Penguins in the movie Batman and penguins in real life. I'm, Fuck them all. I'm putting that underground because that's a dead that's a dead thing. You'll never oh, have that. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, I'm fucking out on this one. You guys pop those GGs, GGs for me. GGs, and, pop and I'll see you next time. Peace.